Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Are you caring for an aging parent? Are you searching for answers? Welcome to Senior Care Live, a program dedicated to you, providing information, education, and resources, helping you become the best caregiver you can be. I'm your host, Steve Keeker. Hey, hey now, hey, hey. A standing ovation? That's crazy. Hey, please, now take a seat. Oh, you are too kind. <laughs> All right. Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Senior Care Live, where today I'll be recognizing and celebrating the 18th anniversary of my firm, Senior Care Consulting, right here on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. How about that? Uh, And as you know, this program is all about educating seniors and their caregivers, helping them make informed decisions. This is a trusted place for you and your family. And if you have a question, you can always visit us online at Senior Care Live, L-I-V-E, SeniorCareLive.com. Or if you need to reach out by phone, that's uh, no worries at all. 1-800-331-331. Six, four, four, five. All right. So uh, today is just always when I do an anniversary program, it's always just really, really deeply personal for me. And uh, I'll just start out the show uh, today by answering a question I've been asked uh, so many times over all of these 18 years. How did you decide to start senior care consulting. I mean, where did that idea come from? And, and, uh, you know, when I first started the program, uh, with, uh, with senior care consulting in 2002, first week of August, 2002. So over, you know, a little few days over 18 years ago, I had so many people say, what a fantastic idea. What a great idea. What an excellent service. There's so many people who could benefit. So, how it all began, it actually started in 2001 when I helped my own grandparents transition from their home to a senior care community. And let me say that I have well over 30 years experience uh, in the senior related health field. I have been an administrator with nursing homes and assisted living uh, facilities, but I've also uh, worked in some other areas that are just really helpful as well. 
well. So I've operated a Medicare certified home health agency. I have operated a private duty nursing company where we sent uh, unskilled and skilled and certified and registered uh, medical professionals out to the homes of our clients on an hourly basis up to 24 hours. And that was really interesting. So sometimes someone just needed some companionship and we would send someone someone out who just had a, a, a really uh, caring heart and they just, they loved being around seniors and they just enjoyed their company and wanted to help them and, and just offer that companionship. And that was, that's just, a, that's an excellent service. There's a definite need for that. But we also offered all the way up to highly skilled, uh, very talented registered nurses to help with home IV therapy. We provided TPN or hyperalimentation. We provided ventilator service and care for residents on a 24-hour-a-day basis, super high-tech, high-skilled registered nurses, and everything in between. That was just really, really interesting. I've also operated medical equipment companies and supplies and all of the oxygen and respiratory related equipment and supplies. And uh, it was, I've just had a, a, a great career and all of that dovetails into this program, Senior Care Live. I just, I, I really enjoy talking about all of these different assets that we, that we discuss on the program. And I, I just love it. I, I have a, a a serious passion for this. And, and I think, you know, that <laughs> I, I think that comes out. Uh, but in, so, so in 2001, uh, my grandparents were 88 and 89 at that time. And they lived over in Topeka and uh, they were still living independently, but they were slowing down quite a bit. And, you know, we were helping out with a few things around the house and those sort of things, uh, just like so many other families do. Uh, grandpa had dementia and uh, he became uh, a little bit of an elopement risk. We had to take the, the keys away from him because he was driving and getting lost. And that was a dangerous situation for him and potentially for other drivers. And and my grandma, just, she did that with grace. And uh, I'll tell you <laughs> a little bit about that story, the inside track. My grandma always wore a really nice dress and high heels all the time, high heels. And she was always dressed properly. And one morning she went out. This is after grandpa ended up in Lawrence, lost, couldn't make his way back. I had to go get him. And it was, you know, it was kind of a scary situation. He was fine. But she said, oh, he shouldn't be driving anymore. But if I take his car keys away, he's going to be really, really upset with me. So my grandma on her own, she thought of this on 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 her own by herself, went outside one morning in her dress and her high heels with her hair made and everything, opened the hood of his big old Dodge Ram truck and disconnected the battery wire. Actually, she disconnected both of them. Shut the hood, came back in. So Grandpa gets up, goes out to his car or to his truck. And so what does he find? It doesn't even click. There is, it's straight dead. And he's like, he comes in, he goes, honey, 
we need to get the truck serviced. It's it's not uh, it's not turning over. You know, may have a dead battery or something. We're, we're going to need to get that checked out. She goes, okay, well, why don't you jump in my car and I'll drive us around today? Because they like to go out for breakfast in the morning and then kind of a a really early dinner. And and that was part of it because you know they. They didn't want to do very much cooking anymore, but also there was a social aspect of that as well. So the next morning, so guess what? Grandpa has dementia and he forgets things. So guess what happened the next morning? The exact same thing. It was like Groundhog's Day, right? The movie, he went out, the truck doesn't start. He comes back in, he discovered that it's broken Honey, we need to get the truck serviced. Okay, well, why don't you jump in my car and I'll drive us today. And this went on every day for the next two or three months until eventually he kind of got into a new routine of following grandma out the front door instead of the back door, going to her car and she drove and and he kind of forgot about his truck and lost interest in that. And then she sold it. <laughs> and then that took care of that. And so I, I just thought that was uh, so clever. It was so effective. She avoided the fight. She didn't have to embarrass him or humiliate him, really, with, you know, I'm going to take your car keys away. That's that's a, a major dignity issue. It's a freedom thing. And it's just a, anyway. So I probably spent too, too much on, on that story. But but the bottom line is uh, grandma was a great caregiver and she did a great job. But one night, one night, grandma got up in the middle of the night. The phone was ringing and she she was groggy and she fell backwards and she hit her head and her neck on the wall on the way down, and she fractured her neck. And that's, that's a major injury. She survived it, and she wasn't paralyzed. But all of a sudden, just like this, click, just in a blink of an eye, everything changed forever in our family. So my grandma went to the hospital. And she went to the rehab hospital for a lengthy rehab stay. And about 45 days into that stay, it was very clear that they're not coming home. And so I was really tasked with the responsibility of looking for senior care for my grandparents. And I went out and I researched and I interviewed multiple assisted living communities and, uh, you know, I, I had my administrator's glasses on, not the grandson glasses on. And I went there and I and I, I didn't say this and this is not to sound mean, but, you know, uh, there are a lot of things that I need to know about you and how you handle things in your track record and your background, et cetera, et cetera. And depending on how you answer those questions, I may or I may not trust you to care for my grandparents. And that's how I thought this should go. So I did go out, I interviewed them, and I chose the one that I felt would provide the best care for my grandparents. And it worked out well. They provided, you know, they the, the place provided great care. My grandparents received great care. They were able to live there the last two years of their lives you know, together with help from the assisted living staff. Uh, we celebrated their 70th wedding anniversary there, and that was a that was a great day, a great celebration. And later that year, uh, my grandpa passed away on October 19th, and my grandmother passed away on October the 29th. 
And uh, I am sure grandma could have lived quite a bit longer. And I'm also sure she didn't want to be here without him. So uh, it was through that whole experience that I started senior care consulting to help other families through that search and selection process, trying to find the right place and get it right. Uh, And I, and I do, uh, and I, I, I approach that in the same approach and the same method that I did with my own grandparents. And, uh, and I'll have more about that, uh, you know, just right after the break. But first, let's not forget the Senior Care Live question of the week. Now, this one's a softball for you. <laughs> okay. We'll see how well you paid attention. When did I create my firm, Senior Care Consulting? A, in the year 2000. B, in 2002. C, 2006 or D 2010 what's your answer find out coming up next you're listening to senior care live on the senior care broadcasting network for more information call now toll free 1-800-331-6445 operators are standing by 1-800-331-6445 i'll be right back Welcome back. You're listening to a special episode of Senior Care Live, where today we're celebrating and recognizing the 18th anniversary of my firm, Senior Care Consulting, right here on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. And don't forget, you can stream the program to any electronic device at SeniorCareLive.com or through the app Radio.com. All right, back to the Senior Care Live question of the week. It's the big softball this week. I took it easy on you. (laughs) So when did I create my firm, Senior Care Consulting? These are the options. A, in the year 2000. B, in the year 2002. C, the year 2006. Or D, the year 2010. And the answer is... B, B, the year 2000. Pretty easy. It was in the, it was uh, uh, the first week of August in 2002. So that makes this, the service senior care consulting, the company, the agency, it's my firm actually, senior care consulting, 18 years old. And I'll tell you what, sometimes it does not seem like 18 years. And then, uh, you know what? Sometimes it does. So anyway, 18 years old, I could not be more proud, and I'm just so happy to be here and celebrating this with you today. And now, Myth versus Fact. All right, so Myth versus Fact. The myth, and this is, uh, unfortunately, this is a common myth. I'm constantly addressing this, uh, but you know what? I, I actually enjoy it. It's actually a lot of fun. The myth is that senior care consulting offers the same services as those provided by the free, and I put kind of air quotes around free, referral services. And that is a myth. I can promise you that, <laughs> right? So on the surface, though, they do look similar. They, they do look similar. But once you spend, oh, about 30 seconds understanding the two business models, you will quickly understand they are nothing alike, absolutely nothing. So 
Senior Care Consulting has a very transparent, very straightforward business model. It's a reasonable, flat fee for service model. Very straightforward, transparent. There's nothing to hide. Our clients retain us just like you would retain an attorney or a tax accountant or any other professional service provider that would help you through a process. So the process that we help our clients through would be the process of that search and selection process uh, when searching for a senior care community at any level of care. And this just in, you do not retain the free referral service because guess what? You can't retain them because they don't work for you. They don't work for you. So you literally can't retain them for anything. When you retain someone, you retain them to work for you and provide information for you and they work for you and work in your best interest. Right. So you, you, you can't retain them because they don't work for you. And I'm going to have a whole lot more on that here in just a second. But here's the myth. Senior care consulting offers the same service as that of a free referral service. But the services of senior care consulting are literally nothing like the free referral services. And that's a fact. For more information about the facts, stay tuned to this program or contact Senior Care Consulting at 913-945-2800 or visit SeniorCareConsulting.com. All right. So along with the business model, uh, and, and you know what, when I, when I started Senior Care Consulting, again, way back in 2002, I just wanted to help other families like I helped my own grandparents. And it's in the same exact way. It's the same method. Now, obviously, it's been expanded upon. It's been greatly improved. And, and over all of the years, it's just turned into a, a, a significant, a valuable service. We've helped hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of families get it right and have some peace of mind, some comfort, knowing that they got it right and they didn't have to move their parents from facility to facility, trying to figure out which one is the best or maybe make the wrong uh, decision and choose a place where they had to move once they ran out of money or choose a place, another place where they had to move because they didn't understand that the place that they were at didn't provide memory care. And so it's just, it's a it's an incredible, incredible service. It's something that I'm so proud of. I will always be proud of. But again, our business model, we work directly for our clients. We do not receive one single penny, not one penny of reimbursement from any of the care providers. And that's the way it should be. We work directly for our clients. We work in their best interest and, and we work on behalf of them and their, their loved one needing, needing the placement. And that's, that's how it should be. And, and this is just so clear to me. However, you have a bunch of free referral services. So you have, you have one in particular that's very large and, and, and I'm I'm <laughs> I can see very clearly free is a very very powerful word and 
Oh, free. Oh, boy. Hey, let, let's check that out. You know, we're going to save some money. But what you have to understand is these free referral services, and, and along with that, that, that large company, you have a whole bunch of other companies popping up, you know, every week, every month, trying to chase them and, and, and trying to, uh, you know, alter their process slightly uh, to look a, a little different. It will do it cheaper, et cetera, et cetera. But here, here's how you know. Here's how you know if free referral service works like this. Ask them, how much does this cost me? What are you going to charge me to help me find a place for my mother or father or my any any loved one, my spouse, etc.? What, what is this going to cost me? Oh, we're free of charge. Well, they're free of charge because guess what? They receive gigantic kickbacks, huge compensation by the limited number of providers that they represent. So their client is not you. Their client is the facility, the provider that pays them 50% of the first month's rent, 100% of the first month's cost, maybe upwards of 150% of the first month's cost. So they say, oh, this place is the best place for your mom or your dad or your spouse or your elderly loved one. Well, are, are you sure that's the best place for your mom or your dad or your spouse or your elderly loved one? Or is that just one of the places on their very short list? Let me tell you something. You're not hearing about the entire marketplace. They don't get paid to refer you to some place that's not willing to pay to play. You will only hear about the few places that are willing to pony up thousands of dollars to convince you to choose that place. And and you're not told about that. This is not uh, divulged to you right up front. And I'll tell you what, in my opinion, that whole approach is unethical. It's at a minimum a minimum, a conflict of interest. So hopefully that helps you understand a little bit of the difference between senior care consulting, treating people right, doing business right, something I am just so passionate uh, about and so proud of. And in my opinion, also these free referral services, not doing business the right way and showing you a limited number of options, getting paid by the places they recommend. I won't have anything to do with that. We're going to have a lot more coming up next. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to a very special episode of Senior Care Live right here on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network, where today we're celebrating and recognizing the 18th anniversary of my firm, Senior Care Consulting. How about that? I'm kind of proud Papa Buttons uh, bursting here. <laughs> but uh, for more information about Senior Care Live, just check out the website, Senior Care Live, L-I-V-E, SeniorCareLive.com. And don't forget to check out our podcasts of every recent episode of this program. Again, right there on Senior Care Live. And now, Senior Care in the News. A news report from Steve Keeker, President of Senior Care Consulting. 
Okay, this one is very, very interesting. I, I think it's super interesting and really, really exciting. Long-sought blood test for Alzheimer's is within reach. And this is according to the New York Times. It's a story posted on July the 18th. And so th- I, I think this is fascinating. And I'll tell you, the research is really paying off and they're making major headway with, with, in, in all of these areas. But a newly developed blood test for Alzheimer's has diagnosed the disease as accurately as methods that are far more expensive and far more invasive. Scientists reported on Tuesday a significant step toward a longtime goal for patients, doctors, and dementia researchers. The test has the potential to make diagnosis simpler, more affordable, and widely available. The test determined whether people with dementia had Alzheimer's instead of another condition, and it identified signs of the degenerative, deadly disease, check this out, 20 years before memory and thinking problems were expected in people with the genetic mutation that causes Alzheimer's, according to research published in the JAMA, that's the Journal of the American Medical Association, and presented at the Alzheimer's Association International Conference. Such a test could be available for clinical use in as little as two to three years, the researchers and other experts estimated, providing a readily accessible way to diagnose whether people with cognitive issues were experiencing Alzheimer's rather than another type of dementia that might require a different treatment or have a different prognosis. A blood test like this might also eventually be used to predict whether someone with no symptoms would develop Alzheimer's. And the blood test very, very accurately predicts who's got Alzheimer's disease in their brain, including people who seem to be perfectly normal, said Dr. Michael Weiner, an Alzheimer's disease researcher at the University of California in San Francisco. It's not a cure, it's not a treatment, but you can't treat the disease without being able to diagnose it. And accurate, low-cost diagnosis is really exciting, so this is a breakthrough. Nearly 6 million people in the United States and roughly 30 million people worldwide have Alzheimer's, and those numbers are expected to more than double by the year 2050. So just in 30 short years, we're looking at a doubling, which is that's horrifying, frankly. Experts said blood tests would accelerate the search for new therapies by making it faster and cheaper to screen participants for clinical trials. And a process that now often takes years and costs millions of dollars because it relies on expensive methods like PET scans of the brain and spinal taps, ew, yuck, (laughs) for cerebrospinal fluid. The test, which measures a form of the tau protein found in the tangles that spread throughout the brain in Alzheimer's, which is just really terrible, but that's that's what happened. That's what happens in, in Alzheimer's diseased brains. Proved remarkably accurate in a study of 1,402 people from three different groups in Sweden, Colombia, and the United States. 
It performed, check this out, it performed better than MRI brain scans, and it was as good as a PET scan or spinal taps, again, ew, yuck, ouch, and was nearly as accurate as the most definitive diagnostic method. And you know what that is? An autopsy. So this is, uh, this is great news. And then here's another quote. This test really opens up the possibility of being able to use a blood test in the clinic to diagnose someone more definitively with Alzheimer's. Dr. Carrillo said, amazing, isn't it? I mean, really, five years ago, I would have told you this was pure science fiction. So that is fantastic. And the reason that that is really, really important, bringing this back to connecting uh, this story with senior care consulting and the need to move or potentially move your loved one to a senior care community, this is critical. So I can't tell you how many clients listened to a salesperson saying, oh, hey, well, listen, we we provide memory care here uh, every single day. Oh, well, if you provide memory care, then I'm going to move my my mother, my father, my husband, my wife, my loved one to your place. Because guess what? They have dementia or they have Alzheimer's and they move in. But then guess what happens? All senior care communities, it, this is a fact, they do care for residents with a certain level of cognitive impairment. But every single place has its limitation. Once that resident exceeds that limitation, if the facility that you have chosen, if they do not have a memory care unit, a memory care neighborhood, a special care part of the building where they provide specialized care for residents with Alzheimer's, dementia, and other cognitive issues, if they don't have that, guess what you have to do? You have to move your loved one from that place to another community that does have a memory care unit or a memory care neighborhood, whatever you want to call it. And so that's why this is really, really important to maybe have a test to see if someone may need this down the road. And maybe you could start a treatment. Maybe you could make improvements in your brain exercise and in your physical within your physical body and your physical health i remember speaking with dr burns from the alzheimer ku alzheimer's disease center and he said if it's good for your heart it's good for your brain and he's talking about all about you know the exercising and eating properly and all of those sort of things. It's just as good for your brain as, as it is for your heart. And the other thing he mentioned one time is is sitting. So the sedentary lifestyle, sitting around and laying around, inactivity. Sitting is the new smoking, as far as being having devastating negative impact on the health of your brain. So if you if you know that, maybe you can do something about that and address it. Maybe you can begin treatment far, far earlier than if you didn't know without this blood test and you start they start treating the symptoms kind of after the fact, after it's already present and clearly, clearly known. Uh, but if if you are looking for a senior care community, you have to understand that 
it, the term memory care, and I've talked about this being kind of a, a, a misused term out in the marketplace, but just imagine a building where they provide uh, care for elderly residents and say the majority of the building, and I have a graphic, I wish I could show you guys this. <laughs> I use this a lot in presentations uh, all, all around all around the city, but uh, Let's say, you know, three quarters of the building provides what I just term as general care. So general everyday care, helping you with all of your needs. And then there's a smaller segment of the building that provides, quote unquote, memory care. And why would you need to move there? Well, uh, let's say you might need memory care if you become an elopement risk or a flight risk. And what that means is that a resident may intentionally or unintentionally wander away from the building and or, or just just get out of the building and could put themselves in harm's way. So unintentionally is through wandering. You're just cruising around. You're not trying to cause a problem, but you see something outdoors and you walk outside to check it out. It's zero outside. It's a hundred degrees outside. You could wander, you could walk into traffic and you don't understand. You can't comprehend that these are dangerous things and, and you, and you can't have that. The higher level of elopement risk or flight risk is referred to as exit seeking. So there's someone there, they're looking around, they're saying, wait a minute, this isn't where I live. I'm going home and I'm out of here. And boom, it's on. They're, they're trying the doors, they're trying the windows, and they're going home because they realize that this is not where I live and they don't understand these things. So they have codes on the doors so that, uh, so that you, you have to enter uh, usually a four-digit code to get out of the door. And, and look, this part of the building, it's not prison, Okay, you can leave that part of the building. You just need to be accompanied by staff or by family member to make sure that you're, you're, you stay safe and, and you remain healthy and you don't go outside when it's zero or 100, etc. Okay, so a, a big feature of the memory care portion of a senior care community would be that safety and security of coded doors so that you can't just walk out again unintentionally or intentionally and put yourself in harm's way. And after uh, after we have a brief break, I'm going to talk about other aspects of memory care. I think you're going to think it's really interesting. So stay tuned. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network, where today it's a special episode. We're celebrating the 18th anniversary of my firm, Senior Care Consulting, and I could not be more proud of that. Uh, if you want more information about the program, and a lot of people visit our website, just go to SeniorCareLive.com, and uh, lots of good information there, podcasts, etc. If you want to book, uh, if you want to schedule me for an upcoming uh, presentation or speaking event, feel free to do that, but lots of good stuff at SeniorCareLive.com. 
All right. So back to the discussion on memory care. So we're we're talking about a senior care community. And it could be five different levels of care from residential care to assisted living to home plus to an inter- intermediate care facility to a long term care community. Uh, all, any of them or all of them could offer a, a specific memory care unit. I also mentioned that all of them do provide care for cognitively impaired residents, but only up to a certain point in that general care part of the building. And then uh, many of them, but absolutely not all of them, do offer a specific memory care unit or a memory care neighborhood where they have very specific type of care for residents with Alzheimer's and dementia and could be uh, any form of, of cognitive impairment. So we have the codes on the doors to prevent that elopement risk, but then there's a lot more to it than that. It's generally a smaller space, not because they're trying to be stingy, but the whole goal here is to be a smaller space and more safe and comfortable and secure, less overwhelming. We're trying to reduce stimulation because uh, residents with cognitive issues, if they become overstimulated, that can just really wind them up tight and cause them to lash out and become combative or just super agitated or irritated. And and, and we're trying to avoid that. So that smaller space, maybe it's easier to deal with a 30-foot hallway than a 100-foot long hallway. Uh, So there's just less stimulation. There's less noise. There are fewer residents. Uh, Sometimes the lighting is a little more diminished. Maybe there are fewer things on the walls. Uh, The activity programming is is definitely different. Uh, Maybe you don't have a a number of one-hour-long programs. Maybe you have a, a, a larger number of shorter programs, maybe 20 minutes long, uh, right? So you you have that. And you also have programming going clear into the evening to help folks with sundowning and those sort of things. Uh, you have generally, you have more staffing in memory care but it, because it requires more staffing. Uh, they're trained in redirection. And there is a lot to the memory care type of care. And again, that can be found in five different levels of care, including residential care, assisted living, home plus, intermediate care facility, and that long-term care, although also known as a nursing home level of care. So let's jump into the final topic of today is, again, as we're celebrating that 18th anniversary of my firm, Senior Care Consulting. Uh, and this one is is near near and dear to my heart. When we when we work with a family who is just beginning that search and they want us to basically handle that for them, we have to know what we're looking for before we can ever begin. So we start off that whole process with developing what I call a care profile. And what that's going to do, it's going to define the level of care that we need, the type of care, the payment method, the location, and any personal preferences and needs. It is essentially a geriatric care assessment plus uh, several other pieces of information. And this is a big part of what we get paid for. So we conduct that assessment to determine exactly what it is that we need. Then we research the entire marketplace, not just a few. We look at the whole, the entire marketplace and narrow the entire market down to the top communities meeting your exact, unique, specific needs. 
And then uh, we go on from there. Uh, we go out and tour these facilities with you. We conduct a 97-point inspection and performance audit. And then we put all of that information in a summary report and get that back to you immediately so that you and your family has a wealth of information at your fingertips to help you make an informed decision and feel really comfortable and confident with the place that you chose. It's a fantastic program. We save our clients dozens and dozens of hours of time. And, and, you know, it's been reported to me over these last 18 years, if you're doing any homework at all, it's very common to spend 50 to 100 hours of your time running around looking at places and checking them out and asking questions and going back. Uh, Our clients get through this entire process in four hours. They're done. It's a huge time saver for our clients. And that's even more important for our clients who are either in a hurry or maybe they're working and they've missed too much work already. Uh, so we can we can knock this out in four hours and save them an unbelievable amount of time. And then the primary the primary deliverable is the information in that summary report. And uh, this is again, this is exactly what I did for my own grandparents, except I only asked about eight or nine questions <laughs> when I when I went out and uh, and spoke with. Uh, spoke, you know, and basically interviewed some of these assisted living communities. But uh, obviously, it's expanded over the years. But you know, when we when we build this care profile, and it's just so so uh, important to do that. We we need to know what level of care is going to be uh, applicable and appropriate for your loved one, and that would include again long term care, also known as a nursing home. It could be assisted living. Uh, we may need a residential care community, a home plus community, or an intermediate care facility, ICF. And I tie that level of care to how that community is licensed, because guess what? Everything is driven by the licensure of the community, what you can and what you cannot do and provide. So we determine that. Number two, what type of care do we need? Again, do we need general care? Do we need memory care that we just discussed? Do we need skilled nursing and rehab? Do we need mental health care or hospice care or respite care? We need to we need to know that before we ever start our search. Number three, payment method. How are we going to pay for our care? We have private pay, which is basically writing a check. You're using your own resources to pay for your care. And then, of course, we have medical care and the Medicaid program, two very separate government programs, but really, really important to understand exactly what they pay for and what the differences are. And then we have long-term care insurance. You may qualify for the VA aid and attendance benefit. And then we have to know our location. How far are we willing to drive to get the best care? And then any personal preferences and needs. And that would just be something very, very specific to you or your loved one that that we're looking for. We want to make sure would be provided for them at their senior care community. So uh, this is what you need to know before even thinking about beginning your search. And I'll tell you what, just a quick story here at the end of the program. I received one of the nicest compliments from a a client about a week ago. He said, we had a nice 30-minute conversation, and he had a lot of great questions. And he said, Steve, you've given me more concise information in 30 minutes than I've received in the last six weeks talking with over a dozen quote-unquote professionals. He said, this is amazing. We absolutely want to go with you. 
And, and I am proud and honored to serve he and his mother and work with their family on behalf of his dad. Uh, so I'll, I'll tell you what, what I do is personal. It's really, uh, it's really actually a ministry for me. It's much more than a business. And I, again, again, I'm just so proud of serving all of the families that we've been able to serve uh, over the last 18 years. And God willing, we're going to keep doing this for a long time and helping out uh, many more families here in the future. All right, I'm your host, Steve Keeker, and I wish you grace and peace. May God bless you and your family on this day and always. Join me next week right here on Senior Care Live. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.